Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman Kentreep here with a look at the action in today's session, Monday, August 14th, where it was a notable day for the NASDAQ composite and some nice strength into the close. Yeah, definitely. Final 10 minutes of uh, trading. Nice little pop in the NASDAQ. Ends with a gain of about 1%. Uh, we'll talk about that. And uh, three stocks to watch. Uh, Adobe, A-D-B-E, uh, still fighting a good fight uh, amid a lot of uh, tech carnage, I guess we could uh, say. Yeah. Uh, Floor, F-L-R, provider of uh, engineering construction services, uh, looking good. And uh, in the software sector, Along with uh, Adobe, let's take a look at Atlassian, T-E-A-M. Team is the symbol there. Let's do it. But first, a look at those major indexes. As you mentioned, can a strong day for the NASDAQ up 1.05% by sessions close. We have the S&P 500 up six-tenths of a percent today. The Dow was in the green, but barely up less than one-tenth of a percent by sessions closed, still holding above that 21-day line. The Russell 2000 did not participate in the upside today, Ken, but it did close off its lows, down just three-tenths of a percent today. But the, the story here today is the NASDAQ getting right back at that 50-day line. Yeah, we. I mean, we, we put the market uh, uptrend uh, under pressure due to some of the selling that we've seen uh, rise in the NASDAQ. And, uh, you know, we've been talking about uh, sort of a sort of increasing distribution days since uh, it hit that recent high of 14,446. So over a two, three week period of time, you've had, uh, yeah, quite quite a few higher volume declines that we're paying attention to. That's sort of a, a form of institutional selling. Um, had a pretty easy volume comparison to Friday. Volume was pretty light in the market Friday. So it looks like we're going to be higher on the NASDAQ uh, today, still below average, but it was a pretty good close. I mean, this uh, index was holding a, a gain of about seven tenths of a percent for a good portion of the uh, the session. It was kind of moving sideways. And then there's that intraday chart. You can see the last uh, final 10 minutes of trading. Some volume came into the market and uh, pushed the NASDAQ up to its session high. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to see. Weak open, strong close. If you Look recently here, strong open wheat close. That's going to get you a downtrend there. But speaking of, we haven't quite broken the downtrend here yet, Ken. So it looks like it'd be great to see the NASDAQ make a little bit more progress above the 50-day line, above this downtrend line. And it's got less than 1% to the 21-day line. So that could be achievable here pretty quickly if the strength keeps it up. Uh, it, it could be definitely, uh, but we need to make note of the fact that there are still some, uh, you know, the, some levels that the Nasdaq needs to get through here. I mean, we had this big percentage gain today, a nice close near highs, and you can see the Nasdaq pretty much closed right at the 50-day moving average, maybe just a hair above it. Now it's still below those short-term moving averages, and that round number of 14,000. Mm -hmm. All of these are important uh, levels. Now, you know, if we see volume come into the NASDAQ and we see uh, just a, a run through those uh, price levels with conviction and we, we see volume behind the move, uh, you know, that would likely be something that would cause us to, uh, you know, reassess the market and maybe put it uh, back on a confirmed uptrend. But, you know, to me, the NASDAQ still has to prove itself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have seen a lot of uh, damage talking about the magnificent seven stocks like Microsoft, 
Microsoft and Apple that have fallen below their 50-day moving averages. Uh, you know, Super Microcomputer, a big stock market leader, that one has, uh, you know, uh, fought back a little bit uh, today. Some of these AI stocks uh, bounced back. But uh, so there's been some damage done to the NASDAQ. Normally, that takes a little time to, to square itself away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're open to any possibility here. So uh, we know the levels the NASDAQ needs to, to conquer. Uh, it could have a tough time doing it or uh, or it might not. Uh, we'll just have to kind of assess the situation uh, each day. But it looks to me like the NAS- NASDAQ still definitely has some, uh, you know, some resistance to work through here. It does. It's not smooth sailing from here. NVIDIA definitely a standout on the day. But if you look at market breadth, that was an issue, right, with losing stocks outnumbering the winners today. Yeah, breath was negative uh, all day, you know, and it did it did get better as uh, as the session wore on, but it was still um, you know less than two to one negative on on both exchanges. So uh, early in the session, it was uh, four to one negative on the uh, on the NYSE. It was close to three to one negative on the on the uh, Nasdaq. So uh, you had declining stocks, really a, a slight edge over uh, advancers, but breadth was still uh, negative, and that's something to uh, something to, to keep in mind. Uh, you know, not a, not a deal breaker. I mean, we'll take the positive close that we got with the NASDAQ, but uh, yeah, we had uh, declining stocks uh, outnumbering winners on both exchanges uh, all day. Mm-hmm. And now let's take a look at K-R-E-N-X-L-F. What are you seeing here in financials, Ken? Well, I thought it was interesting. I was talking with uh, my colleague, uh, Dave Chung, about this. You know, uh, let's go back to the IWM, which is the small cap uh, ETF. And uh, that, that closed uh, lower uh, today, but it, it did make a you know really nice stand at the uh, at the 50-day moving average here. So down about one-tenth of a percent, two-tenths of a percent. Now, normally, you know, the, this KRE, the regional banking ETF, and the, and the uh, Russell 2000 have been moving pretty closely. So while you had a nice rally off lows for the uh, – for small caps today, the uh, KRE actually closed near its session low. It was down what 1.9 percent uh, today, thereabouts, giving up support at the uh, at the 21-day moving average. So I thought that was kind of a, a, an interesting uh, mix today. You did have small caps uh, rally nicely off lows, but uh, you didn't you didn't see a lot of these financials, particularly regional banks, rally off lows. Yeah, a notable divergence there. And here's a look at XLF looking like it's trying to hold on right around its 21 day. Yeah, totally different. Uh, totally different look here. Now the, the the weightings and the stocks are completely different. I mean, the, the highest weighted stock in XLF is the the Berkshire uh, B shares. Uh, JP Morgan, which has been a, just an outstanding performer, still a very bullish uh, technical setup here for JPM. That's another top weighted uh, stock in in this uh, ETF as well. And then behind that is Visa and Mastercard, which are uh, you know showing great uh, relative strength still in this in this market. So sort of two different financial ETFs that are look, uh, you know, very different. The X, uh, XLF that we just looked at, and then the KRE, that regional banking ETF, which was down about 2% today. Thanks for that, Ken. Now let's spotlight Adobe. A-D-B-E, a nice percentage gain here today, 2.7%. Volume has been light for this stock as of late. And it looks like, uh, whether it's on the daily chart or the weekly chart, it's trying to find support at some logical levels right above 500 that round number there and on the weekly chart which i know you're a fan of here ken you're keeping a close eye on that 10-week line 
Yeah, and I think uh, this looks like a very orderly, uh, healthy pullback. So uh, we go back to the daily chart, and uh, you can see you know, volume has really dried up in this stock. The reason it's still holding on to an accumulation distribution rating of A is those heavy volume uh, gains when the stock was breaking out over that 400 level. That's still kind of helping the rating. But you know, since then, you've had several higher volume uh, gains and, and very little in the way of higher volume decline. So that's giving it a strong accumulation distribution rating. And uh, again, you mentioned that 50-day moving average just below the 500 level. Adobe came down close to that 500 level today, uh, found some uh, support. And then just back over to the weekly chart, this uh, to me looks like a stock that uh, this is just a, a great first test of the 10-week the moving average and arguably uh, an actionable uh, stock. I'm, I'm a, still a little you know, unsure which way the Nasdaq wants wants to go here. Going to kind of watch uh, watch the price and volume a little bit more. But, you know, I'm in a lot of uh, carnage in uh, the technology sector. Adobe is uh, still looking pretty good here. Great. Thanks for that, Ken. Next on our list, we want to take a look at FLR4 in the Building Heavy Construction Group. This group is now ranked 15 out of 197. You got that big pop on earnings and now it's gone nice and tight. Yeah, and this is uh, this is what you want to say. I always like paying attention and uh, having uh, gaps up on my on my watch list. Uh, and this uh, stock has done a pretty good job of holding uh, of holding that gap. It's still holding above its short term moving averages. Swing over to the weekly chart here, and you can see it's actually uh, starting to have the look of a of a, a cup with handle uh, base. So you had that big weekly gain a couple of weeks ago, and then um, you know just kind of falling. Uh, last sellers getting shaken out of the stock here. So this one still could have uh, more left. Just want to let this uh, setup work its way through a little more, but to see it holding gains like it is and, and, and trading, uh, showing some tight uh, weekly, weekly closes here, that's uh, a good sign. And uh, this is a, you know, a fundamental superstar. It's got yeah. great uh, annual earnings estimates. Uh, you can see it's a probably a little bit of a turnaround story. You can see earnings growth has really ramped up in recent quarters. Uh, engineering, construction services, they do a lot of work in the energy markets, but they also have a lot of uh, work with the Department of Defense, Department of Energy, uh, so some government contracts as well, but uh, they're really arguably the 800-pound uh, gorilla in this uh, in this group, and still looks good here. So, in terms of entering this stock, would you wait for it to clear this handle high from that week of 8.4 there, or is there? perhaps a slightly earlier entry one could look at? I, I really, I would myself. Uh, I would just look at this as sort of a, a handle uh, forming now. So it's sort of digesting the gains after that uh, gap up in price. Maybe if it moves above uh, last week's high there, that is sort of sitting there, that could give you a, an early entry. But I'm just kind of waiting. Uh, you know, I'm expecting volume to dry up a little bit more here. And then if uh, volume starts to pick up the pace and it really starts uh, moving, say up one, two, three percent, uh, you know, we could have another breakout here uh, pretty pretty quickly so so far so good with the with the setup it just needs a little more time i think great and now a look at team this is atlassian in the group ranked 17 out of 197 it keeps bumping its head up against this 200 level it looks like ken 
Yeah, it's kind of a similar setup uh, to, to uh, floor, not uh, not exactly, but again, a stock that gapped up uh, on earnings and it's holding above its uh, it's holding above its uh, short term uh, support level. So uh, they, they're very tech, very similar uh, technical setups, uh, different industry groups, uh, of course, but uh, both floor and Atlassian are holding gains uh, well here. And again, you know, there's a lot of damage in the in the tech sector. There's, uh, you know, like I said, a lot of stocks that have broken through support levels here at Atlassian, uh, a stock which, by the way, has tremendous uh, mutual fund sponsorship. If we could just pull up the sponsorship block here on this uh, on this chart and take a look at uh, some of the funds we like to, to follow. It's got uh, quite a few uh, funds in the IBD mutual fund index that uh, own shares here. So it's sort of a not not a widely known name in the uh, in the enterprise software group, but uh, handling trading very tightly after that uh, gap up. That tells me that uh, if this uh, market uptrend is for real, and this is just sort of a kind of a short-term pullback, uh, this one could have more, more gas in the tank as well. So are you viewing this as a high handle here, or does it need more time to form a full-on base? Yeah, kind of similar to, to to floor here. I would really, you know, wait for it to, you know, get get above that that 200 level and maybe maybe even that high from the from the gap up just to, so it can fully break through uh, resistance. So the, both of these uh, floor and Atlassian are on the watch list right now. And and again, I'll just watch for renewed signs of uh, accumulation in each of these uh, stocks. You can see volume was light today, but higher than uh, higher than Friday. So if you start to see heavy volume come in and some meaningful price gains. Uh, that could be uh, could make the stock actionable. All right. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, everyone, so much for tuning in. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live, and we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all those details. We'll see you then, and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.